You are listening to And Press Play, written and recorded by James West. Hello, and welcome back to And Press Play. This week, I am reviewing Eurydice by Catherine Priddy, taken from her 2021 debut album, The Eternal Rocks Beneath. Now this is the first song I've reviewed where the first time I heard it, it was at a live performance. I was lucky enough to see Catherine Pretty about a year or so ago, and she was brilliant. I bought the album in the interval. Catherine Pretty remarked just before her performance of Eurydice that she was inspired by Greek myths and legends, and perhaps Eurydice is the best example of that, not just solely because of the title. As given by the name, this song is all about the wife of Orpheus, who was stung by a snake and died. Orpheus then descends to the underworld to rescue her, ultimately failing in his endeavours. The song opens with some light guitar, strings and some whispered speech, which fades as soon as Pretty starts singing, and there's a quiet, sharp drum beat which contrasts nicely against her vocals. Lyrically, this verse is very natural with You're darker than days, I thought you were sun, stars in your eyes when your shirt was undone which gives the impression that this is what Orpheus was like after Eurydice died. Bleak and morose, the exact opposite of what he was like before, and the dichotomy of darker than days thought she was sun works really well to establish that, as if Eurydice's ghost is looking at Orpheus after she's died and seeing what he's turned into. As we move into the second verse, the guitar and drums continue to provide that contrast against Pretty's voice, which by this point sounds sadder and more remorseful. Lyrically, this becomes more interesting as the verse goes, A black hole, my dear, a beautiful empty, you're sucking me dry and spitting out memories. I love the phrase, a beautiful empty, an apt description of Eurydice's ghost, which follows Orpheus back to the surface the latter half of this verse feels like we are in Orpheus's head, seeing his doubts and worries as he continues his journey out to the underworld. The rhetorical questions of, are you still there, love? Do you have nothing to say? Really help emphasise his desperation. He doesn't want to turn around, but needs a sign to know that she's behind him. As the second verse ends, we get some strings added to the mix, and they help give the song a more mystic tone. They help add depth all through this verse and provide some extra emphasis as the drums come crashing in with Eurydice baby, is that your sweet footfall? This represents the culmination of Orpheus's frustrations as he desperately seeks to know if Eurydice is behind him or not. He implores her to make any sound, a howl or call in the wastelands where he traverses. Pretty sings with a great desperation and frustration but as the verse continues, her voice returns to normal, as if Orpheus is getting over his frustrations and continuing on with his journey. The next verse is much calmer musically, as if Orpheus again has calmed down and is resolved that Eurydice will follow him up to the surface. Lyrically, he lists all the ways he doesn't know she's there. He can't tell what she's thinking, can't read her eyes, but he trusts she'll follow him up to the surface. It's only on the final line where that frustration returns slightly, and Pretty's voice becomes slightly harder in tone, suggesting a note of bitterness. The strings return to signify a change in mood, and it adds some more depth 
showing that Orpheus is still frustrated. The strings, guitar and drums all get louder, signifying that Orpheus's frustrations and desperation have returned, as he almost pleads with her just to let him know that she's there. I particularly like the, the sound of your voice, be it cruel or forgiving, and anything, anything to know you're still mine, which show that he doesn't care whether she's happy or sad with him, he just needs to know that she's there. The crashing drums and Pretty's vocals at the end of this verse help amplify the pain and frustration that Orpheus is feeling, and they continue for a while, reaching the climax of the journey. Eventually the music subsides, and we get to the final verse. The final verse is the twist in the tale and the story, as Orpheus reaches the surface and looks back, but realises that Eurydice's ghost has not yet reached the surface, and now that he's seen her, she can't return to the land of the living. As Pretty sings, the first light of morning, a moment still, a comma, a dash, a load ellipsis till, showing that Orpheus has looked behind him, and Eurydice is still for a moment, and in that precise moment she looks real. The use of a comma is great here, because it just shows how small the gap is where Orpheus actually gets what he wants. He sees Eurydice before she slides back into the underworld. The latter few lines really emphasise this with You sink under slowly, I knew you were only a shadow behind me. And lastly, I loved you blindly, which is sung with such pain and regret and provide a sad ending to the song. The fact that there is no music in the last verse means that you focus solely on Pretty's voice, alone in the mix, as Orpheus is now. To conclude, I love this song, partly because very few songs are about Greek myths, and for Pretty's wonderful lyrics and vocal performance. If you ever get the chance to see her live, I highly recommend it. I give this song a 4.8 out of 5. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next time.